This is episode 2156 of your daily meditation podcast. I'm Mary Meckley and I welcome you. How are you doing today? It's been a tumultuous day if you live in the United States and are awaiting the election results. As I record this, we're not quite sure who the next president will be. What we can be sure of is that half the country will be disappointed and half the country will be elated. But when you think about this entire election process and this global pandemic and all the things that are happening in the world, it's so much clearer now more than it ever has been in our lifetimes just how interconnected we are. So can we really feel a sense of glee or happiness that half the people in a nation are so bitterly, utterly disappointed? The voter turnout was at all time record-breaking highs. So however you're feeling right now, take a few moments to feel grateful that people care so much, regardless of who they supported, regardless of where you live or which country you are listening in from. Because around the world, we're seeing people being less complacent and being more engaged being incredibly dynamically engaged at a time when we need to be engaged. And this is something to be proud of and grateful for. During these extraordinary times, what we say and what we do is heard loudly and it matters. And you are being heard. So now it's time to listen, to listen to each other, to care for each other, to be gentle with each other. How do you want to be remembered during this time? Each day we are all defining this time. How do you want to feel each day? Sometimes during extraordinary times, whether or not your particular candidate won, whether or not you get the coronavirus, or whether or not there's terrorism in your area, whether or not you lose your job, whether or not your family is divided, whether or not your neighborhood has become divisive, how do you want to feel each day you wake up? because that's really what matters. During extraordinary times, it's often the simple things we do that mean the most. When I lived in Japan and studied the tea ceremony, the tea ceremony wasn't really about tea. It was about performing the same small, simple, meaningful steps without any excess with full focus 
to prepare and present a cup of tea to a guest. The tea room is designed for everybody to duck under the doorway to enter the room. This symbolizes losing your ego. So the high-ranking politician would sit down to tea and be at the same level as the peasant farmer who was joining him for tea. Everyone was one or ichi in the tea ceremony room. The season and the time was honored by something from nature brought from the outside in. Not a huge bunch of flowers, but maybe one branch with one bud on it so that you could focus on that one bud. There would be a poem that was selected to honor the season and the ceremony. And it was selected with care for the guests. The instruments used to make tea and the bowls used to serve the tea, everything was selected with care and presented with deep gratitude. Four qualities define the tea ceremony. Purity, tranquility, respect, and harmony. The mental preparation reflecting on these four qualities was just as important as the physical presentation and preparation of the tea. This simple act of preparing a cup of tea evolved into the way of tea, or Chazen Ichimi, Zen and tea have the same flavor. This simple yet profound act of making and serving a simple bowl of matcha tea is expressed by the first tea master in Japan, Sen Norikyu, who lived from 1522 to 1599. He says, all you must know about the way of tea is simply this, boil the water, make the tea, and drink. So whatever you're going through in your life right now, however you feel about what's happening in the world around you, every time you sit down to meditate, you show up for yourself. You honor yourself and in doing so, you make the world a better place. So as you get ready to settle yourself down now, and meditate, I want to share with you a journey from a fellow meditator, which I've been sharing with you now more often because I want you to know you're not alone. And I also want you to know how other meditators just like you are benefiting from meditation. I'd like to introduce you to Larry and Michelle. And I'd like to wish Michelle a very happy 50th birthday 
from Larry. Larry reached out to me and said, Hello, Mary. My wife's 50th birthday is on November 5th. She introduced me to your podcast several years ago. We recently started listening to your daily meditation podcasts because we were finding ourselves very easily stressed and angry. So every morning for about a month, we've been waking up and meditating with you. I've found it a great way to wake up and start the day. I can feel my pain lift away. So I would like to ask you to say happy birthday to my wife, Michelle, from Phoenix. Larry shares a mantra that has helped them when they were stressed. The mantra is one I invite you to repeat together. So settle yourself down and close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, gently elevate them upward. Begin to notice where you're holding tension in your body. And gently release the tension. You can take a nice deep inhale through your nose and visually surround the tense area with your breath creating space and openness there. I invite you to repeat Larry and Michelle's mantra and a special birthday wish for Michelle. Mentally repeat out loud. Slow down. Calm down. Don't worry. Don't hurry. Trust the process. Now mentally whisper this to yourself. Now mentally affirm, slow down, calm down, don't worry, don't hurry, trust the process. Allow yourself to sit in stillness, honoring yourself for being right here, right now. You are so worth slowing down for.